name is going to be touched. Everyone is going to be blessed today. As many that will be part of the program today, Lord, we are declaring that you are going to touch them. Everyone is going to be blessed. Everyone is not going to remain the same. Lord, I declare that what you have started in our life since the beginning of this program, that you are going to complete it. Jesus, you have started a good work in our life. You have started a new thing, Lord, that you are going to complete it. Today, mark the third day of this program. Jesus, touch everyone, Lord. Bless them, Lord. Open their hearts to receive. Open their eyes to be able to see. Let the inspiration of the Lord come upon them. Let the power of God come upon them. Let the anointing of God come upon everyone. Lord, what you want to do in their life, do it today. The, the understanding that they need concerning your word. Bring it to them today. Let their life never remain the same. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen, amen, amen. In Jesus' name. Thank you for being part of the program since uh, the day we started. We started since 1st of uh, June. And the Lord has been blessing us. I believe that every one of us has been blessed by uh, the word of God that is coming, and as you are engaging with the word of God, God will continue to bless you. Today also we are going to go into the word of God, and also after the word of God we are going to pray. And I want you to be ready for the prayers that we are going to be praying today, because God is going to touch you, God is going to transform you, your life is not going to remain the same today. Uh, the topic, the theme for our program has been hungry for Jesus. Are you hungry for Jesus? And in the first day, we were able to discuss arise. And I believe that you have risen. You've risen already. And today, yesterday, we were able to talk about uh, being hungry for Jesus and his kingdom. But today, I'm going to be talking about know his ways. I'm going to be talking about know what his ways. It's necessary as a believer, as a child of God, not just to know that Jesus, know it by name, but to know his ways. How does he work? What do I need to know about him? How do I exercise uh, the authority being a kingdom person? How do I work as a kingdom child of God? How do I perform wonders through me? How can Jesus perform wonders through me? It's very important for us to know his way. So we are going to be discussing and be, uh, be looking at different ways that we need to know him. As you know him, he's going to reveal his ways to you. He doesn't just want us to be someone that we just see signs and wonders happening. But through you, signs and wonders has never happened. You have not become a wonder to your generation. We have to become a wonder to what? To our generation. Let's look at uh, what the Bible says when it comes to Second uh, Peter chapter 2. We start from there. Second Peter chapter 2 verse 21. We are going to start from there. Second Peter chapter 2 verse 21 says, For it had been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than after they have known it to turn from the holy commandment delivered unto them. He says it has been better for them not to know the ways of righteousness. It has been better. And you look at an example of someone that God was speaking to in Joshua chapter 1 verse 9, verse 8. God was speaking to Joshua specifically that. Joshua, you need to observe my ways. You don't just need to know me, 
but you need to know how I work. What are those things that I can do for you? I can do through you. I want to do in your life, in your generation, in your family, around you. What are those things that God wants to show uh, among your family, your friends? So God wants to reveal himself to you and he wants to also reveal his act to people. I want us to look at what the Bible says concerning Moses. <laughs> An example of someone that knows the ways of God is Moses. Uh, Moses know God, not just knowing God, he knows how God works. You know, you, you, we read about Moses looking at those kind of things, many miracles and many things that God did through Moses. But you know that the children of Israelites only saw the act of God. They did not know his ways. I'm going to bring, bring us to that understanding. If you read Psalm 103, Psalm 103 verse uh, 7, uh, Psalm 103 verse 7 was talking about that uh, I will make my ways known. He made known his ways unto Moses and his act unto the children of Israel. Which one do you want? Do you want to know the way of God? The act of God is his deeds, his work. Like for example, you see signs and wonders happening, miracles happening. You saw it, but it does not happen to you. You saw someone being healed, but it was not you that healed the person. God did not use you to heal the person. That was what the children of Israel I saw. They saw Moses strike the rock and water came out. They saw Moses bring out all the ten plagues and it was happening in Egypt. They saw Moses, God using Moses to heal them. God using Moses to make the Red Sea to part. God using Moses to do many things. But these people saw those things. But they don't know how God do his work. Many of us are like that. We only see what is happening, but we don't know how these things happen. And we don't care to know. In the Bible says, this sign shall follow them that believe. These signs shall what? Follow them that believe. In my name, who are the signs following? Is you and I. Because we know how God works. We know God to the point that God is working through us. When we get hungry for Jesus, it's going to get to that point that Jesus will begin to walk through you. You know Jesus, you know is, uh, what he wants for your life. And now because of the knowledge of what you know about him, he's also walking through people. God is doing miracles through you to people. A lot of miracles are happening. Because you know his ways. I look at that verse when the Bible says that he make his ways known to Moses. He make his ways known to Moses. But it's hard to the children of Israel. He made his ways known to Moses. Moses cared to know God's ways. Look at how uh, Moses spent time in the presence of God. 40 days and 40 nights, Moses was in the presence of God. Just to know him. In, Gen in Exodus chapter 3, God was revealing to Moses. He said, throw down your, your rod. It became serpent. Pick it up again. He was showing Moses how those things can happen. Look at it. He said, pick it up again. Put your hands uh, under your armpit. It turned to leprosy. He was teaching Moses how healing can happen. How miracles can happen. He said, put it back there. It turned to normal again. 
Look at all those things that God was doing through Moses. He said, pour the water down. It became blood. Look at that. And you saw all the ten plagues that happened in Egypt. Because God taught Moses his ways. Moses was hungry to that point that he wanted to know God to the art of God. How God does his work. How can this thing happen? And God gave Moses the rod. He never gave, he never gave any of the children of Israelites anything to work with. But he gave Moses the rod. And if you look at it in the New Testament, the Bible says, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see vision. Your old men shall dream dreams. He wants us to know his ways. That is why he wants to pour his spirit upon you and I. He wants us to do what? To know his ways. I want you to be hungry to that point that you want to know how God acts. You want to know his ways. When you talk about healing, can you heal people? Can God use you to heal yourself? Do you know how healing works? Do you know the scripture that is binding with healing? You know, uh, there are there's some specific things I'm going to be talking about today. When you talk about know his ways. Fighting against the enemy. You know, Paul was teaching the people how to wrestle against uh, principalities, powers, rulers of darkness in high places. Because Paul knew how to wrestle how to fight against the enemy. There was a time when um, Paul was with the people, they came out of the ship, and the snake beats Paul. And after the snake beat Paul, people were, that were surrounding Paul were wondering, they were waiting for Paul to die, because they know that <laughs> there's no way a snake will beat you, will bite you, and, and then you will still be alive. So they were waiting, because after the snake beat Paul, Paul threw the snake into the fire. And the people were waiting there. Okay, let's watch and see uh, how many hours it's going to take Paul before Paul will die. And they saw that Paul did not die. But they didn't know that Paul was working on the principle of knowing Jesus to that point that he says what? You shall tread upon serpent and scorpion and over the powers of the enemy and nothing shall by enemies hurt you. That was the way that has been revealed to Paul that he is working on. And he knows the way of God that what? Nothing shall by any means hurt me. I know him. Nothing. Nothing. You know? Nothing. No fear. No fear for me. There is no fear at all. Nothing. The witch are shouting. You say, I'm not even afraid. You had a bad dream. You are not even afraid because you know the way of God. You are not even afraid. You, you feel sorrowful, you call upon the name of the Lord, and immediately you, you, you praise God, you believe that it is settled, because you know the way of God. You know the way of God. Look at in the Old Testament, in the case of David, David knew how to fight the enemy. Many of the children of Israel does not care to know. You know, some of us don't care to know how our spiritual things work. Few people care to know how those spiritual things can work. But many don't even care how spiritual things work. They don't care. It doesn't matter. I don't care about how spiritual things work. But it's very important as a believer to care how those spiritual things work. David, when he encountered Goliath, was talking about how God, through him, 
delivered him from a lion. How God, through him, delivered him from a bear. And he understood that. And now he's telling the children of Israel like that what? As God can deliver me from a lion and can deliver me from a bear, he's also going to deliver me from who? From this Goliath. David knew the way of God. And you look at what David was saying. He's someone that has a knowledge of God. He says the word, How can you, uncircumcised Philistine, speak against the, the army of the Lord? How can these uncircumcised Philistines speak against the army of God? Being hungry to know his ways. I want you to be hungry, not just that God answered my prayer yesterday, but I don't care to know how God can heal, how I can fight all the spiritual battles, because spiritual battles will never cease to occur. The enemy will not stop fighting you. You know, that's why it's very important for you to know, because they will not cease from fighting you. You can fight a spiritual battle this week, but very soon another one is coming next week. You wonder why am I engaging in all the spiritual battles? But you have to know how to stand your ground. How to stand and fight against the enemy. You look at what Paul was saying. He said, I haven't done all things. Stand. I haven't done all that you know how to do. I haven't done all the strategies of fighting the enemy. Still keep standing. He said, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers of that, rulers of darkness in high places. Because Paul knew how to fight the enemy. Another way that we need to know is what? Hearing the voice of God. Hearing. How many can recognize the voice of God? How many of you know when Jesus is speaking to you? How many knows? How many know? How many can recognize the voice of God even when someone is ministering that, oh, this is what the Lord is saying to me. Oh, Throughout this situation, you are in a chaotic situation, but you can still recognize the voice of God. You are in a fearful situation, but you can still hear the voice of God. Look at what the Bible is saying concerning the, the voice of God in John chapter 10. Jesus was the one speaking here. John chapter 10. John chapter 10. Turn your Bible to John chapter 10. And we look at verse 3 to 5. Verse 3 to 5. John 10, 3 to 5. It says, To him... Mm -hmm. To him that to him the porter opened, and the sheep hear his voice, and he called his own sheep by name, and led them out. He said, and when he put forth his own sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. Look at that. That is the way that you know the voice of God. You can recognize it. In, no matter how chaotic the situation can be, no matter how fearful the situation can be, you can recognize the voice of God speaking to you. You know, I, I was going out today and I was thinking, I was ruminating, I was uh, having some thoughts in my head and the voice of God came and said, fear not. Among all the thoughts that was going on in my mind, the voice of God came to me. He said, fear not. And that was the end. I just, okay. <laughs> there is no need to fear. You know? Verse 5 says, And a stranger will they not follow, but will flee from him, for they know not the voice of a stranger. 
Because what? We know his ways. Knowing his ways that you can recognize the voice of God. You know, God spoke to Moses. I'm using Moses as an example. God spoke to Moses. God spoke to David. God spoke to the priest. God spoke to the, in, in, in the New Testament. The disciples heard the voice of God. They recognize when the Spirit of God is speaking to them. There was a time that Paul wanted to go into Asia, and the Spirit of the Lord built them not to go. He said the Spirit of the Lord constrained them not to go. And then when, uh, when Paul had a dream, he saw in a vision, he said, come to Macedonia. And he went to, into Lystra, and they met a woman there. And there they started another ministry. Because you could be able to recognize the voice of God. He said, no, you don't need to go to Asia now. Now is not the time for you to go to Asia. Because Paul knows the ways of God. He knows how Jesus speaks. He knows when Jesus is speaking and the direction that Jesus is leading them. Look at what John chapter 10 verse 27 says. He said, my sheep hears my voice. And I know them. And they follow me. The sheep must know how to hear the voice of his Lord, his shepherd, his master, his God, and also he knows them already. But also by hearing his voice, they can follow him. You know, how can you follow when you cannot hear? The direction is what the voice will give to you. The voice comes so that it can give you the direction to go, that this is where you should go. And go this way. And as you are going, you are following him. You are following that voice that speaks unto you. That voice that is speaking unto you is what you are obeying. It's not that you are obeying what other people are saying to you. It's not you are obeying what the system is saying, what your friends are saying, what your family is saying, the ideas that they are giving unto you. But because you know the way of God, you could be able to recognize the voice of God and you are standing on the voice of God. I remember the first time that God spoke to me that it's time for you to leave the other church that was going before, and he said, now is the time for you to leave, and this is the next thing for you to do. And when it was time for us to start this church, I heard his voice too. I said, this is the time. This is where you should start with. This is how you should start. And it was just a voice. It was just a voice. The art can be seen to people, but what I heard was a voice. What I followed was the voice. So we as believers, as you are a child of God, you must know his ways. If you want to uh, not be confused, not be distracted, not be misled, uh, not be deceived, you must be able to recognize his voice. Another one I want us to understand in knowing his ways is what? Walk in righteousness. In what? Walk in righteousness. Is having a right standing with God. How did uh, Moses was able to have a right standing with God? Bible makes us understand that what? When God finished speaking to Abraham, he said, Abraham believed God and it was counted unto him for righteousness. Because what? He believed the word of God. You believing in the word of God place you in a position of being right with God. The moment you believe God, you are righteous. So, if you don't believe what God is saying to you, it means that you are not standing on the same platform and the position that God is standing. It doesn't matter whether you've seen it 
or it has never happened before, but you must believe God. I love this uh, particular verse uh, of the Bible, Romans chapter 4. The Bible says that God quickened the dead and called those things that are not as though they were. Romans chapter 4, if you read verse 17, he says, I, I have made this, thee a father of many nations before whom he believed. Even God, who quickened the dead and called those things which are not as though they were. God called those things that are not as though they were. If you know the way of God, you can declare things that are not. It is not there. But you are declaring it as though it was there already. You are speaking things out to reality. It was not there before. But because you spoke and you believe what you were saying, it comes to place. The Bible says that God created the heaven and the earth. How did he create the heaven and the earth? It was not there before. But he spoke his thought out and they believe by faith that what he's speaking and it comes to pass. And we saw it. Heaven and earth is being created. Because what? It's the thought of God that was spoken out because and we saw the reality. So know how to walk in righteousness. I love this particular verse of the scripture, Proverbs chapter 4. I want us to look at some scripture to back up what we are saying today because the legal rights that we have when it comes into the spiritual things uh, is the word of God. And you must be able to know the legal right when it comes to every areas of your life because you will need that legal right when the devil is challenging you. What will you stand on? And you must know that way of God. Room, uh, Proverbs chapter 4, look at verse 11 says, I have taught thee in the way of wisdom. I have led thee in the right path. You see, I have taught thee. Know his ways. You are hungry for Jesus. It's now time to begin to know his ways. It's time to begin to know his ways. There is no time to waste. We need to know his ways. He said, I have taught thee. I have taught thee. There is no time to waste. I have taught thee in the way of wisdom. And he said what? I have led thee in the path of righteousness. Look at uh, Psalm 16 uh, verse 11. Was saying Psalm 16, verse 11 says, Thou shalt show me the path of life. In thy presence is the fullness of joy. At the right hand, there is pleasure forevermore. He said, Thou will show me. You know, we are going to be praying that God should show us that path of life that He wants us to follow. The path of life that He wants for our life. You will show us. There's a need for us to see it. Because when you see it in the spirit, you believe it. When you believe it, you see it come to pass. You see it. That will show me. Look at what Psalm uh, 25. I love this particular verse. Psalm 25, verse 4. Very great verse of the scripture. Psalm 25, verse 4. He said, show me thy way. O Lord, teach me thy path. He said, show me that way. Show me that way that I need to go. Maybe you are confused right now. You don't know which direction to follow. You don't know whether to go right or to go left. Whether to go forward or to go backward. But now, David is speaking. He says, show it to me, God. Show it to me. And look at uh, when Moses got to that point of facing the Red Sea. 
and the people were shouting, you know. When people get into some problems, most of the time when we get into some problem, we don't know what to do. And we begin to murmur and we begin to shout and we begin to figure out things in our mind or how things can work. Maybe I should try this. Maybe I should try this. And the people were murmuring to Moses. How can you bring us to this place? Why have you brought us to this place? Why didn't you allow us to die in Egypt? Why didn't you leave us as a slave? Why did you give us freedom? The Pharaoh and his armies are coming behind us. Do you want them to kill us at this Red Sea and die? You look at the Red Sea. How come? Has anybody walked upon the Red Sea? You know that no, no, nothing survived on, in the Red Sea. You know? And Moses, because he knows his ways, was able to, to connect to God. And he connect to the Spirit of God. And the, the Lord said, stretch out your rod. He said, you will show, show me thy way. The Lord showed Moses the way. Moses saw how to do it. How can I walk in this water? How can I save these people that I'm carrying? How can I save my family? How can I save my finances? I cannot save my education. I cannot save my life. I cannot save uh, my destiny, my career. How do, how do I save it, Lord? How? There's no way forward. There's no way forward at all. How do I do it? I don't know how. And you, con you connect to the Spirit of God. You pray and you begin to seek God. And God show it to you that this is what you need to do. God can say, okay, wait. Just sit down, rest, relax. He can say, okay, go and meet so, so, so person. God showed Moses the way. He said, stretch out your rod. When you stretch out your rod, the rest see we part. And that was what Moses did. He said, and teach me thy path. The way God works. The way is how things can be done and the direction. How things work. That is the way of God. If you want to show, uh, they used to say something that teacher, don't, don't give me fish. Teach me how to... How to, how to fish. Teach me how to catch fish. Don't just give me fish. It means that don't just feed me. Show me the way to catch fish. And also, if they show you the way to catch fish, they have to give you the direction, the path that, okay, this is, uh, you throw it to the right side. Look at the, an example of uh, when, uh, when uh, Peter was toiling all night. <laughs> You know, when Peter was toiling all night, that is, uh, that is what Jesus is carrying. Jesus knew the way of God. Jesus knew the ways that God walked. And that's why you could say that as I hear my father speak, that's what I say. He knows the ways. And what I see my father do is what I'm doing. What I hear my father say is what I'm saying. He knows the way. Look at how Peter was toiling all night. You know, when you don't know the way of God, you will toil all night you will have a lot of trouble in your life it doesn't mean that life is difficult it doesn't mean that following god is so hard because you don't know the way you don't know the way if you know the way life is easy life is not difficult and god told jesus told uh, peter he said ah throw your nets to this side he showed him he taught him the paths show okay throw your net to this side Throw it to this direction. And the Bible says he caught. That was Luke chapter 5. And if you look at what happened again in Luke, uh, John chapter 21, when Peter again toyed all night, and Jesus was sitting down by the seashore, and he said, Peter, I throw it to the right side. And the Bible said they, they caught the largest fish. So God wants to show us his ways. 
today is necessary as, as we are hungry for Jesus, that we are hungry for his ways. Don't just want God to bless you today. But want, look, for, look unto Jesus to show you ideas of how to establish business. Ideas of how to liberate others from poverty. Ideas of how to, to make people not suffer again. Ideas of how to, what, to deliver people. That is the way. Not just Jesus, bless me today. Oh, I need money. Give me money. And he's giving you money. Today, give you money. But what about knowing how, how to be a source of blessing to others? Look at another one that I want us to, to look at. Knowing the way of God is how I release my faith. How do I release my faith? You know, I've seen so many believe, people that they believe God. Actually, they are believers. They believe God. They believe. They believe the word of God. Ah, they believe that Jesus can heal. If you ask them, can Jesus heal? They believe, yeah, Jesus can heal. But they don't know how to release their faith. They don't know how to release it. Everyone that, re that receive blessing from Jesus, that receive their miracles, they, they know how to release their faith. Let's look, for example, talking about the, 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 the woman with the issue of blood. The Bible says that this woman heard about what Jesus has done. From the information that she has about Jesus, developed faith in her. But despite the fact that she has faith in her, she had to say to herself that what? If I can talk the aim of his garment. So she, she had to walk from where she is, push herself through the crowd, and she has already said in her mind, or say it out, that if I can just touch the aim of his garment. That is how she released her own faith. She engaged with her own faith. But despite the fact that she had faith in her heart, doesn't mean that she will release, she will have the miracle. Unless what? She release her faith. Also, you might have faith that God can bless you. But have you learned to release your faith? Have you learned to release it? To engage, to go out there, to, 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 to read, or to, to try something out, or to talk to people, or to invest your money, your resources, just to release your faith. Look for example also the, the, the man that was paralyzed that the friends knew that they had faith that Jesus could heal the man. It's not that Jesus could not heal the man. They know that Jesus could heal the man. But they, they look for a way to release their faith. Jesus saw how they release their faith. You know, how they have released their faith. They removed the roof. They had to pass through that hard way, remove the roof, and let that the man he, he, in front of Jesus. They released their faith. What did Jesus say? He said, he said Thy faith has made him whole. Thy faith. Because he saw their faith. They release it. They release it. I love uh, this Sinophonician woman also, that Jesus was uh, just passing by. And this woman was crying to Jesus that she healed her. Uh, his daughter, a daughter. And Jesus did not do anything. He said to the woman, he said, uh, I won't give the children, but I'm not even sent. I'm only sent to the lordship of the house of Israelites. I'm not sent to the Gentiles. And the woman was like, yeah, please, 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 begging Jesus. And Jesus now said the word. He said, I won't give the children's bread to the dogs. Look at how great the faith of the woman. The woman knows how to negotiate. He said, even the dog, Eat the crowns from the Lord's table. And Jesus said, 
have not seen this great faith in Israel. I've not seen someone that believed me to this point. And what happened? The woman received what she was looking for. So I'm talking about know his ways. Know how to release your faith. Know how to get faith. And when you get faith, know how to also release it. Don't just get faith, acquire faith. Be, 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 be full of faith in your heart, but you don't know how to release it. How do I engage my faith? How do I make my faith work? These are the things that God wants us to know. These are the things that God wants to teach us. Let's look at what the scripture says before we pray. In uh, Psalm 119, I believe that God is blessing you already. Psalm 119, verse... We're going to look at verse 35. Psalm 119, verse 35. 119, verse 35 says, Make me to go in the path of thy commandment, for therein do I delight. Say, make me to go. Make me to go. Make me to go. You know what Jesus taught uh, told the disciples? He said, go into the whole world. <laughs> he taught them how it works. He said, go into the whole world and preach the gospel to all believers, to all people. And heal all kinds of sickness. Lay hands on them. He, as many that believe, lay hands on them and they will be baptized with the Spirit of God. He said, go. That was what he told them. He said, go into the whole world. He told them how these things can work. Unless you go, you don't have miracles. Unless you go, you cannot see people that will receive the gospel. Unless you go, signs and wonders will not follow you. Unless you go, make me to what? To go in the path of thy command. In the path of thy commandment. In the path of thy commandment. Isaiah chapter 2 verse, uh, verse 3 was also talking the same thing. Isaiah chapter 2 verse 3. Isaiah chapter 2, verse 3. After today's uh, program, which marked the end of this program, I want you to go back and begin to learn how does this work? And begin to ask the question. And begin to ask the question. Isaiah chapter 2, verse 3 says, And many people shall go and say, Come ye, and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, and to the house of Jacob. And he will teach us of his ways. And we will walk in his path. For out of Zion shall go forth the law and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. Look at what the Bible is saying. It said, many people will go and say. Many people will go and say. Say, come, let us go to the mountain of the Lord. It's happening today. Many people are saying, let's, 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 let me just try that Jesus out. I, I don't know about you, Jesus, but I've, I've heard about that Jesus does miracle. Jesus uh, has healed people, and they find out that they are sick in their body. But they just say, let me just try this Jesus out. Let me just try him out. The Bible says that they will let, says, let us go to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of Jacob. And he will teach us. He will teach us, not just show us. Not just see the signs and wonders. We will be taught, what? Of his ways. He will teach us step by step on how to do it. You know, there was a time I don't know how to do, uh, to reach out to people, preach the word of God to them. And it was difficult. And I told Jesus, you have to teach me how to do this thing. How to teach me. How do I engage with people? How do I talk about Jesus to people? How do I get, get them into conversation of talking about the gospel to them? It was difficult, but I had to tell Jesus, Jesus, you have to teach me. 
you know you say i should go but there is a need for me to be able to be able to engage people and talk to them about jesus preach to them then they can receive but if i don't know the way to talk to people how can i minister to them you know we can ask him he said he will teach us his ways and we will walk in his path there is a teaching on how jesus walk how the spirit of god works how the power of God works in a generation. Also, there is a need for us to begin to walk in it. To begin to see it work in our life. Bible says what? We are what? Going to heal the sick. We are going to heal the sick. We begin to see sickness being healed by us. We are going to do signs and wonders. We are going to begin to see signs and wonders happening through us. Because what? He has taught us his ways. And also, we are walking in his path. He said, for out of Zion shall go forth the law. And what? And the ways of the Lord from Jerusalem. There is a need for us to come to that point that we are hungry for more of God uh, to the point that God begins to work in your life. I don't want you to, I don't want a church to just sit down and say, okay, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. If I've never seen it, well, I've heard about it. If it never happened in my life, no, it's very, it's okay. Because we are a believer. This sign shall follow them that believe. I want us to read that and we are going to pray. This sign shall follow them that believe. This sign shall follow them that believe. This sign shall follow them that believe. If you are a believer, I want you to begin to believe that. This sign shall follow me that I believe. That I believe Jesus. This sign is following me as a believer. This sign is following me as a believer. Let's look at Mark chapter 16 and we will read from verse 15. This sign shall follow me as a believer. This sign is beginning to follow me as a believer. God will begin to activate his word and his power will begin to work in our life. Mark chapter 16 verse 15 says, And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world. Preach the gospel to every creature. He that believes and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believes not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpent. And, and, and if they drink any deadly things, it shall not harm them. They shall lay hands on the sick. And they shall recover. If you look at from this verse 16, it says, he that believe and is baptized is saved. You are a believer, you are saved already. But there is something that happens after being a believer. After being a believer, there is a progress. There is, there is a step-by-step -step progress. Yes, now you are a believer. You believe in Jesus, you believe his word. You believe his word and you heard his word. You believe him. You know him now. There is something that must begin to happen in your life. As you begin to grow in Christ, these things will begin to happen in our life. He said, but he that believes not shall be done. But say, verse 17 says, and these signs shall follow them that believe. Those that are already believers, these signs are following them. He is following them. They are not seeking for it. They are not seeking for the signs and wonders. But he is following. He is as a result of you following Jesus. That what? The signs and wonders are following you. That someone will tell you, ah, you prayed for me and uh, I, I was healed. They say, ah, glory be to God. Just thank God. 
Because it's a sign that follows you, that you are a believer, that you believe in healing, that you believe in deliverance, that you believe in provision, that you believe in giving word of wisdom and knowledge, that you believe in what? Giving prophecy to people. People need the word of God and God just spoke through you and you gave them a word of prophecy and you speak the word of God to them. He said, this sign shall follow them that believe in my name. How does it work? The way that this thing will work is using the name of Jesus. If we have to know how to say in the name of Jesus, I command that sickness to leave. And you are speaking in the name of Jesus with faith. In the name of Jesus, I declare you are delivered. In the name of Jesus, I am free from fear. In the name of Jesus, that way that is blocked is being made. In the name of Jesus, helpers are coming for me. In the name of Jesus, I receive sanity in my mind. In the name of Jesus. He said, the, the, the name of Jesus will be in their mouth. And they know what the power, and they know the power in the name. They know the power that comes through the name. Look at what the Bible is saying. In the name of Jesus, they shall cast out devils. So casting out devils is not for pastors. Casting out devils is for all believers. Casting out devils. You don't need to be calling someone to come and deliver you from being from the de devil walking around you, or if someone was possessed around you, and you are very, you are calling for someone to say, oh, "Come and lay hands on this person," or "Come and cast out this devil." You are a believer. Use the name of Jesus. Believe. You believe already. Use the name of Jesus. Cast out the devil. Speak with a new tongue. That means what? You'll be filled with the Holy Spirit and you are speaking with the new tongues. Is that what? You shall take up serpent. I was talking about Paul. Taking up serpent. And the serpent had no power over Paul. Paul was beaten by the serpent. And Paul threw the serpent into the fire. And he continued talking to people. He did not even pray. The Bible says, the Bible never said that he prayed. Because he knows that what? They shall take up serpent. If they drink any deadly things, it shall not hurt them. Because they are believers. And they shall lay hands on the sick. And he and they shall recover. They shall recover. They shall recover. You have risen. The first message that God spoke to us this week was what? Arise. The second message is for you to get hungry for Jesus and his kingdom. And today's message is for what? Know his ways. When you've risen up from where you are falling, and now you are hungry so much for his power, for his manifestations, for the things of God, and now it's very important for you to begin to exercise his authority in your life. And you don't give room for the devil. I pray that the Lord will bless us in the name of Jesus. Today, I want us to pray. I want you to pray. The first word that we're going to use to pray is what is written in uh, Psalm 16 that we read, verse 11. It said, Thou shalt show me the path of life. And I want you to pray, Lord, show me your ways. Today, I want you to show me your ways. When God begins to show you his ways, he will show you many things that you can never imagine. He will begin to show you how his power works. He will begin to show you how to minister to people. He will begin to show you uh, the, the, the ways to be blessed. 
to become a blessing to others. He will begin to show you how to prosper in what you are doing. God will show you. And I want us to pray right now. Lord, show me your ways. Today, I'm engaging with your word. Show me your ways. Let's begin to pray. Lord, we declare in the name of Jesus this afternoon. Lord, that you will show us your ways. We want to know your ways because that is the word that has been speaking to us. That we will know your ways. You will show us your ways. And I declare today that every one of us will get the understanding of your ways. We will acquire the knowledge of your ways. We will get the wisdom of your ways. And we begin to walk in the path of your ways. We begin to know your ways. When it comes to the things of the Spirit, when it comes to walking in the Spirit, when it comes to walking in the authority of Christ, that we will know your ways. I declare upon your church, upon everyone, that you will show them your ways as they begin to study the word of God, that the word of God will be open to them. You will bring revelation of your word to them. You will bring revelation of heart. I declare in the name of Jesus, you will show your your ways, the ways that you walk, you begin to walk through us, you begin to walk through us, you begin to walk through us, we declare we are going to know your ways, in the name of Jesus, in Jesus name we are prayed, amen, I want you to pray, Lord, energize my spirit, let my spirit come alive today, let my what, my spirit come alive right now, my spirit come alive right now. My spirit come alive. My spirit receive the fire of the Holy Ghost. My spirit be on fire for Jesus. Let's begin to pray. Lord, I declare over my life that my spirit will come alive right now. My spirit will receive your fire right now. My spirit will be on fire for you. In the name of Jesus. That will not be quiet or be weak. That I receive the power of God and I begin to walk in the authority of Christ. My spirit receive fire right now. My spirit receive fire right now. I declare over you that your spirit will receive fire. Your spirit begin to receive fire. Every one of us, everyone in this church, their spirit will receive fire. Their spirit will receive fire. In Jesus' name we pray. The Bible says this sign shall follow them that believe. This sign shall follow them that believe. And I want us to pray, Lord, build our faith. Give us faith. We want to begin to walk in faith. We want to begin to what? Exercise faith. Authority of faith. Walking in faith. Believing everything. As the word of God is coming, we believe it. We don't argue it. We just believe it. Let's begin to pray. Lord, build our faith. He said, without faith, it's impossible to please God. Because those that come to him must know that he is and he is the rewarder of those that diligently seek him. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus, you begin to build our faith. Our faith will come alive right now. We will not argue with the word of God. We will not argue with your word that is coming to us. We will believe it and begin to walk in it. We will believe it and begin to walk in it. We will believe it and begin to walk in it. We will believe it and begin to walk in it. In Jesus' name we have prayed. I want you to pray, Lord. That what the gift of the Spirit will be activated in us. That gift of the Spirit that we have received already. 
Because when we receive the Holy Spirit, we also have what? The gift of the Spirit in us. Let's pray, Lord. Let those nine gifts of the Spirit be activated. That is the ways of God. That God is working in the gift of knowledge. He's working in the gift of wisdom. And you know how God works in the gift of knowledge. You know how God works in the gift of, uh, of, of wisdom. It's not a mystery to us as believers. We're supposed to know. Let's pray, Lord. Activate those nine gifts. Activate it right now. Let those nine gifts be activated. Impartation of your gift upon every one of us. Impartation right now. Impartation into us. Impartation into our spirit. I declare in the name of Jesus. Impartation of those gifts. Impartation right now. Let those gifts be activated. All those nine gifts is working right now in me. I declare in the name of Jesus. Those nine gifts are working in me. I'm beginning to work in those nine gifts. I'm beginning to work in those nine gifts. Those nine gifts are working right now. In the name of Jesus. You are imparting your gift into me. Impartation, let those gifts of the Spirit be activated. Let your church begin to walk in the authority. In Jesus' name we are prayed. Amen. I want us to pray, Lord, that God should begin to give us ideas. Ideas. Ideas begin to come to us. We are not going to be a beggars. We are not going to be begging. We are going to be a blessing and a source of blessing to others. Because as we know the way of God, he said, My city through prosperity shall be established. That shall they spread. Not even established. My city through prosperity shall they spread. My city through prosperity shall they spread. Zechariah chapter 1 verse 17. My city through prosperity. There is a, a there is an anointing for prosperity. That when people see you, they begin to prosper. When you associate with people, they begin to see prosperity in their life. What has been stagnant before because of the association with you. Because you are carrying the grace to prosper. And they begin to prosper. Let's begin to pray. I declare in the name of Jesus that the blessing of God begin to be activated in our life. You are going to give us ideas. We will become a blessing to our generations. In the name of Jesus, we are becoming a blessing. We are blessing to our generations. We begin to see the blessing of God work in our life. Ah, the blessing of God is working upon us. We begin to walk in the blessing of God. We begin to be carriers of the blessing. Carriers of the glory. Carriers of the blessing. Carriers of the glory. Wherever we walk into, things begin to change. Wherever we walk into, things begin to change. In our life, in our family, things begin to change. We are carrying change. Prosperity in every area of our life. 
I declare prosperity right now in every areas of our life. I declare prosperity upon the children. I declare prosperity upon your people. From today, we begin to walk in prosperity. From today, we begin to walk in prosperity. From today, we begin to walk in prosperity. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. I want us to pray, Lord, I don't want to lack any good thing. Now he says, he that is hungry. So he said, the lion do hunger. <laughs> the lion himself do hunger. <laughs> ah, the lion himself is experiencing lack. But we are going to pray, Lord, we are going to break that lack. From today, we are not going to experience lack in our life. There is no lack in our life. We are being blessed. We are working in abundant blessing. That from today, as I've been part of this program, Lord, I begin to walk in an abundant blessing. From today, there is no lack in my life. There is no lack in my life. Before one finish, another one is coming. Before one finish, another one is coming. We are not going to survive. We are going to rule and dominate. In our generation, we begin to rule and dominate. Let's begin to pray. I declare in the name of Jesus upon every one of us. Lord, that we begin to walk in that prosperity. We begin to walk in the abundant blessing. Lord, there is no lack in our life again. Hey, Lord, there is no lack in our life again. Before one finish, another one is coming. Lord, we are not working to survive. We are not working to survive in this nation, in our life. In our family, there is no surviving. But we begin to work in domination, in dominating issues, in dominating problems, in dominating affairs, in dominating ruling upon problems, ruling upon things that rises against us. We begin to rule upon the He said we will rule with him, with Christ. We will reign with him. We begin to reign right now in the name of Jesus. The power that want to pull us down is destroyed right now. I come against every power that want to pull the church as a slave. That power is destroyed. The power that want to make the word of God as false. Lord, we are destroying that powers in the name of Jesus. We will call upon the name of the Lord and we will see that. As we are calling upon Jesus, you are doing it. As we are calling upon Jesus, you are doing it. Whatever we say is coming to pass. Whatever we are saying is coming to pass. As we are saying it, it's coming to pass. The word of God is working in our life. The word of God is working right now. Wherever we direct the word of God to, upon deliverance, we begin to see the signs and wonders. We begin to see the result of your word. In the name of Jesus, we begin to walk in knowing your ways. The way of God is beginning to work in our life. From today onward, we are working in the authority of Christ. We begin to work in your authority. In every area where we are, Lord, the authority of Christ is what we are working in. The authority of Christ is what we are establishing. We are establishing your kingdom. Everywhere we go, the kingdom of God is being established. Everywhere we go, the kingdom of God is being established. Everywhere we find ourselves, the kingdom of God is being established. Let's begin to thank God for what God has done today. Can we just exalt the name of the Lord because he has taught us his word and he has blessed you, and you begin to see yourself walk in his ways. Let's begin to exalt his name because of what he has done today, because the Lord has blessed us. The Lord has blessed us. Lord, I bless you for what you have done today. Thank you for the privilege of being blessed in your presence. Thank you for the wonders that you have done today. Thank you because you have magnified yourself. Lord, we give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. Let your name be glorified. Let your name be glorified. Let your name be be 